Welcome to the Positive Pessimist Podcast. It's Wrestling Wednesday. My guest today is Lyle Geyer. Lyle Geyer was a three-time state champion from Kansas. He was a 1992 national champion at uh, the high school national tournament that I don't know if they do the same one anymore, but he won it in 1992, and he was the co-outstanding wrestler with Kerry Colat. He went on to wrestle at uh, Southern Colorado University, where he was an All-American and I'm really looking forward to him. I want talking to him. I've wanted to talk to him for a long time. So without any further ado, let's bring him in. What's up, buddy? How's it going, Timothy? Good. You can just you can just call me Tim. I think some girl set up my Facebook a long time ago. <laughs> so I, I was actually wondering that when you texted me, but yeah. Thanks it, for it, having me on. Yeah, it's it's always weird when people call me that. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> my mom never even called me Timothy, so it's weird. Even when she was mad at me. Was got in trouble, maybe? What's that? Timothy with the middle name, if you got in a little trouble? No. See, she I was long ready when, when I was in trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, no. So are you still living in Kansas then, I guess? I'm in Kansas. I came, sold out in Colorado in my house a few years back. Okay. Back in Leota, my hometown. Nice. That's near Wichita, right? Uh, four hours west of Wichita. We're on the Colorado border almost. Okay. I don't know why I thought that was a Wichita area school. Well, Wichita County, maybe a lot of people get confused with that. Oh, okay. So I, I know how good you got, but from what you said in your message, you didn't start out uh, being that great of a wrestler. Is that right? Um, no, a local tournament I could win here, but if we went out of town, it was usually 0-2 and back home on Saturday quick. Yeah, was that a mental thing, you think? No, I didn't know what I was doing. I started in first, second grade, and here with Coach Flores from Leota, or from Fowler, Colorado. He was here my, my entire career. He did a free grade school program after school, and I just started wrestling Leota people after great after first grade. So I win the Leota tournament, but then I would travel to Scott City or Ulysses somewhere else and then open your eyes real quick. Yeah. So you said you didn't make it to Kid State until sixth grade, is that right? Sixth grade was my first year. Okay. Yeah. How did you do in sixth and seventh and eighth grade? Uh sixth grade I didn't even know what qualifying for state was. They asked us if we wanted to pay for to go to state. My parents didn't know anything about wrestling, and so we went and got in line. And I went two and two my first year at kids. Then uh, seventh grade, I got sixth place. In eighth grade, I bumped up to fourth. And then as a freshman, I won kids state. Nice <clears throat> for the first first time anyway. And as a sophomore, I was still sixteen and under, and stayed down in my. I won state high school at twenty five and. I wanted to wrestle Justin Ware, so I stayed at 25, knowing he would bump up from 19. It didn't work out so well for me. I lost in the semis to him. Yeah, how bad did you lose to him? Do you remember? I was 42. Okay. You know, well, I didn't know legs then. I got, I got taught legs real quick. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, man, because uh, people – I've told this story a million times, but 
back in the day, if you if you even got beat five to nothing by by Justin Ware, I, I remember Daniel Escalante getting beat five to nothing once, and it was like the buzz of the kid state tournament. Like, <laughs> Ware, yeah, like, I remember his name too. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty good, man. Um, so what what kind of clicked for you, like when you started getting better? Do you remember? I think it would have had to been when I, you know, I knew I was decent as a freshman. I lost seven times to I think only a couple. I lost four to Van Dyke from St. Francis that year, and the other two to David Romero. And I actually got David Romero in the kids' state finals and beat him eight to one my freshman year. So that was when I kind of felt it change a little bit, you know. Okay. Then in sophomore, I bumped to 25 for high school, and they bumped David Romero would have been a senior that year. They bumped him up to WrestleMania, and I think it was 10 to 1 is when I really knew I was better than the year before. Okay. And that was your sophomore year? My sophomore year, yes. And is that when you uh, – is that the only guy – Did you? who did you lose to your sophomore year? I lost in the finals at Scott City Tournament to a kid named Shane Thoreau. I remember that. I name. think he was – yeah, he was a couple-time runner-up. I think he lost probably to Rourke's or – I'm not sure. It was a 4A back then, so can't remember. Maybe Chris – or one of the no's from Concordia. But he never won state. And my other loss, my junior, never won state either. But he's probably the best wrestler to never win state, if you ask me. And who was that? Oh, that's Brandon Cruz from Ulysses. Okay. Yeah. He I, I saw he did uh he placed at high school nationals, so he was damn good. He never won state and I think he was seventh place, yeah. Okay. Well we'll get to that in uh in a few minutes. Who did you beat for your high school state titles? Uh my first one would have been Ryan Becker from Plainville. He was undefeated senior, and I think I was twenty nine and one at the time. My second one was Brad Euling from Oberlin, and my senior year was Tim McKee from, from Atwood. What do you remember about your first uh, high school state title? I was nervous, I remember. And he was undefeated and senior, and uh, as soon as I started wrestling, it felt good. It just went good for me. Yeah. What was the final score, do you remember? Uh, I think maybe – 14 to 6 or 14 to 8. I hit him in a splatle in the second period and had him stuck, so I got a nice five points right there. Yeah, how did that how did that feel? That was good. You know, the refs were counting back points on me until they figured out what was going on. Yeah, my brother used to hit that splatle, and the first few times that refs saw it, they didn't know what the hell was going on. They're like, first time I hit it was just Luckily, in the state finals. Oh, really? The yeah, first, was the first time I ever even attempted, he just stuck his leg in too deep, and it was there. Nice. Who taught you that? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was probably rolling around goofing, honestly. Our coach yeah. here was pretty pretty straight, didn't do nothing fancy, so... Well, I know it's kind of an open-ended question, but what do you think made you a good wrestler? Probably just hard-headed determination and uh, freaky strength, maybe. We're, we're, I've talked to your brother a little bit through Messenger. He, he's, the, I think, mm -hmm. the person that told me I needed to get a hold of you. Um, did he wrestle? 
Lance did wrestle. He was, when I came out, he was a freshman. So I graduated in 92. He came in in 93. And that Leota team was actually ranked third in the nation. Oh, and wow. he was on Green City a few years. He never was state champion or anything. But he did wrestle here in varsity for Leota. Do you think uh, do you think three two one eight gets overlooked? Um, by Kansas it does. Outside the state, I don't see any difference. Um, you know we don't have a lot of full teams, so we don't win duels and stuff like that. That's why our coach would take us to the Rocky Welton, just tougher tournaments to where you know it's a little different than a duel. But okay. I don't know if we get overlooked. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's some just ridiculous teams from uh, from from those smaller schools. Who is the dominant one right now? Um, uh, Hoxie pretty much blew it away this year. Yeah, yeah. Somebody messaged me and told me I needed to get, I think their coach yeah. on there. I get, a, I get quite a few messages from people, and, and there's so many people I would like to talk to. It just gets difficult to, to talk to everyone. Um, I had Jeff Boyle on. Did, did you know yep. him? I did know Jeff. He was a few years younger than me. Okay. Yeah. That guy is a freaking monster, dude. He's uh, he's huge. Yes, yeah. sir. And another name that I remember from uh, your area was from Norton, a kid named Matt Jensen. Did you know Matt? I knew I was good friends with Matt. We actually traveled to Pennsylvania together. Okay. We drove out to Topeka, did a workout with Scott Murray, I think, and then took the plane out of Kansas City the next day. Okay. The thing I remember about Matt Jensen, um, he was always a really nice kid because he was in a couple of my brackets. I think he beat me. I think he beat me out of Kid State one year. Um, mm -hmm. But that guy would celebrate. I mean, you would have thought he was <laughs> in the Olympics. <laughs> you know, that's Matt. That's Matt for you. You know, they. I think they bumped down to 3A his senior year. Okay. And maybe his junior senior year, but. He was upset I got wrestler of the year because of him coming down from 4A. I was like, well, you know, I can't help it. But, yeah, we were good buddies. I go up and hang out with him in Norton quite a bit. Okay. Uh, did he go on to wrestling college? No, he actually went to Lawrence. I don't know if he did any. I think he went to school in Lawrence. I don't think he did any sports. Okay. Uh, going back to your high school career, before we get into that a little bit, um, when we get into high school national tournament, um, who did who did you say you lost to your sophomore and junior year? Sophomore would have been Shane Farrow from Scott City. Okay. And junior year was Brandon Cruz from Ulysses. And that one, I, I bumped up late. Everyone wanted to see the match. I was confident and made a made an error in the end and lost by one. He's he's another good buddy of mine. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's funny those those names I was coming across last night. I was like, I remember that guy. I remember all these people. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that that was super tough about Kid State is it was everybody, you know. Yes, it was. Yes, I mean, which it was, I never knew what was going on, but looking back, I recognize how tough it was compared to the four, three or four classes we have here. Yeah, in, in high school, you know. My buddy Ryan. Sorry. Go ahead. I just watched your your interview with Ryan. Oh, he did. Yeah, he he won uh, he won Kid State his very first year of wrestling. You know, he he did it his freshman year, and yeah. 
and he beat Tiger Lowmaster for his first state title. I mean, that was literally his first year. I'm like, <laughs> you realize yeah. how freaking hard that is to do, you know? And he's just a freak athlete and uh, super strong from doing gymnastics. Yep. And all that. Um, so yeah, he, he 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 doesn't he doesn't realize I don't think what a freaking study was. I used to I used to look up to that guy uh, a lot. But anyway, uh, I thought Kid State was really tough. Gons Medina gave me some crap. Uh, my buddy Gons gave me crap about no one cares about Kid State titles, and I'm like, well, I I do. I, I think it's <laughs> it. Yeah, I liked my first one. It was my first and last one, but it, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you got those big old plaques and everything. Yeah. Uh, so fast forward a little bit to the high school national tournament. I was looking at all the results last night, and I don't know if they stopped doing that tournament in 2011, uh, but that's all. They moved it to Virginia Beach is all I know, I think, is where it is now. Okay. And they wanted freshmen, sophomore, juniors all have their own now. Oh, they do. It was only high school senior state champions when I was there. Okay. Well, from Kansas. If you're California or New York, they would allow runner-ups if you because of the bigger bigger states. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I got invited to it, but I didn't I didn't do any of it. I, I kind of regret all that stuff. But right. Um, I was looking at it last night, and '91 and '92. Both had 11 All-Americans each year, mm-hmm. and which was by far the most Kansas All-Americans. Um, I mean, there was other years that did pretty well, but 91 and 92 was like the golden era. And yep. that's, you, you mentioned Scott Murray, who I grew up yep. with. Um, that guy was a freaking stud. He went on to have a pretty good D1 career. Yep. Got a good day. Iowa, we went to where? Northern Iowa? I yeah. Think. Yep. Yep. He went to Northern Iowa. Uh, you mentioned Scotty Goodale. Yep. Uh, I remember Brandon Cruth. Um, I, I should have written them all down. And the year that you won it, uh, Kansas has only had, to my knowledge, at least up till 2011, they'd only had uh, seven national champions. And three of them were in 1992. Yeah. Yourself and Justin Ware and Justin Thaw. And so I thought that was super cool to see. Yeah. Um, I wish I was smart enough to pull up the list right now, but I don't. I don't know how to do it without screwing up our podcast. But the names. Uh, Brent Dunan was the third place. Okay. Brett Kennedy from Columbus plays. Josh Gooch, Wellington. Um, yeah. that's few that I remember anyway. Okay. Jensen, you- I think plays. Matt Jensen took eighth. And forfeited his last two matches with a cauliflower ear. Oh, really? I believe he took eighth place forfeiting out. That had to be a pretty bad cauliflower ear. It was horrible. It was falling down. Ugh. <laughs> I, I wrestled for a long time and never got a semblance of cauliflower ear. And my very first week of college, I got it. Mm-hmm. Because it was just so I much got mine in college, too. High school, you know, I... College, just not wearing headgear in, in the practice room, I think, is where mine came from. Yeah. And I wish I had just a little bit more, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I need some in my left ear. Yeah. I've got some in my right ear, too. I mean, you can tell if you really look at it. Um, it kind of bothers me when people go, oh, you don't have cauliflower. I'm like, yeah, I do, dick. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, touch it. It's a little hard. 
Yeah. I usually get, when I get my hair cut, they freak out a little bit. There's a lot worse than my ears. I think, I think they look all right. Yeah. Well, I can't even tell from here, but, um, so what do you remember about that high school national tournament? What, first of all, what did you wrestle? What weight did you wrestle your senior year of high school? I won state at 140 pounds. Okay. Well, and I, I weighed about 138 pounds my senior year. I had a, a freshman that was wrestling 35, and I figured 40 would be all right. Okay. So at nationals, I believe they gave us five pounds back then. So I had to cut about eight pounds to get to 125 is what I wanted. Okay. Um, so it so sounds crazy to 125 and be a 40, but it wasn't too bad. Eight pounds, I think, is what it was. Okay. So, so you were giving up quite a bit of weight and still went undefeated. You were 105 and two your last three years of high school. Um, so you still went undefeated, only weighing 130 pounds at 140. Well, I was at 138. I, I cut down to 130 for the national tournament, and they gave us five, which put me at 125. Okay, so you walked around at about 138. 138, no. But you still didn't have to cut much weight to go, you know. Oh, zero. I could. I would eat sometimes when lying at the weigh-in just to make fun of the other guys. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, what do you remember about the high school national tournament? I I thought I would do good at twenty-five. But my goal was top eight. Um, I beat a kid that won it the year before out in Colorado, Dennis Masters. I met in a freestyle tournament, and he actually won it. So I was going in. Confident in the top eight, I did better than I expected. Nice. How many matches did you have to wrestle? I had a pigtail and five. So okay. they count five matches there. Okay. And you won it, and Justin Thaw won it, and Justin Ware. Did you have much interaction with Justin Ware? Not a whole lot. You know, he, he beat me when I was a sophomore, and – there was kind of two groups of wrestlers up there, there, and he was in another. From Kansas, we took 29 wrestlers, and we kind of split into two groups, and he wasn't in my group. I was more with the Western Kansas group. Okay. But uh, I remember he didn't even wear the Kansas singlet, so he wore his Arc City purple singlet out there in the finals. Oh, really? No. Did they give him crap about it at all? No one did, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah, he was a different breed of cat, man. I, I talk about him on this podcast all the time. I would love to talk to him, but he's sort of uh, he's sort of an enigma, you know, like Yeah. I, well just, I've heard that even up in Nebraska when he went to uh, as freshman year, I think he was up in Nebraska. Yeah, he I know I mean I I watched I you can find him on YouTube wrestling uh, Alan Freed and they had they had a couple yeah. matches. I was at that tournament. Okay. I think he's the only guy that even got a takedown on Freed that year. Um, yeah, they they had a they had a really good match the first half of it, and then Freed kind of pulled away from him. But going into the tournament, I think he was ranked sixth, yeah. and and then lost his first two matches. They were both really high scoring matches, and he lost both of them. But and then he was done, and then he just walked away. And I think he yeah. liked the tournament. And no one, even his good friends, only a few of them have talked to him in the 30 years or whatever that, that's been. So uh, I think yeah, I'm, you know, I heard the same story. That's that's 
from what I guess, it must be true. So. Yeah, and I'm friends with him on like LinkedIn or something, and I reached out to him once, and he just didn't respond to me, um, which is fine. But he's just always been kind of a mystery to me. Did you know Justin Paul? Uh, I didn't know Justin. We were a little closer than Justin Ware. Don't know him well, but I do know him and his father. And I actually had his older brother JJ. I think passed away. Was in my some of my kids' brackets at state. Oh yeah. So you were probably around my brother's weight then. Um, and, I, you know, I first knew your first found out your name. I was having like a family dinner and some friend of yours somehow knew somebody in my family. And they were telling me about you. And this was when I was in like high school. Um, and they're like, do you know Lyle Geyer? And I was like, no, I, I didn't know. And then and then come to find out, you know, because a lot of people, they'll tell you they know somebody that was super good or whatever. And when you're when you wrestle or whatever, you're like, well, I've never heard of him, so he probably isn't that good or whatever. And then I started going up, and I'm like, holy shit, this guy was good. He won the. You were outstanding wrestler. Um, what do you remember about the matches? Did you just smash everyone? My toughest match was my first one, probably because I was scared or nervous. You know, I, I always thought I would win, but I had a problem breathing, even if I was in shape. So I would hyperventilate or whatever and have to throw cold water on me just to catch my breath before I even went to rest. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, and even if I knew the kid I could beat, it, it, I was always nervous. So going out there, my first match, I blame it on not being nervous. I pinned him in the third period, uh, kid from Kentucky, and he was really good. I He might have placed in the top eight after losing to me first round. Okay. The second match, they all went. I pinned my first, the next three or four in the first period really quick. Um, I think Bryce Morris was the name of my second match. It was a, Sports Illustrated, is what I was told he was in. I don't know if it was true, but he was so fast. I got lucky and threw him on his back and pinned him, honestly. And then I had a Michigan kid third round, pinned him and. Had a, I think a junior national champion in the semis from North Carolina. Uh, he got in on a good shot, and I quarter nelsoned him, caught him, and pinned him. And then in the finals, I had Mike Rogers from Florida, and he was a tough match. But I caught him in another cradle and got five points, like I like to do, and ended up fourteen to six, I think, in the finals. Nice. And and Kerry Colat was the co-outstanding wrestler. Did you have any interaction with him at all? Uh, I knew who he was. No interaction. Um, he had his first blemish on his record, I think, at the Dapper Dan right before that. Chris Chris Bono from Florida tied him. Yeah. So at Nationals, the big word was Kerry Colat's not going to weigh in until Chris Bono steps on the scale. So Bono stepped on at 140 and Colat stepped on at 140. That's about all I really know of him. So I didn't even I didn't know that story. I appreciate you telling me. Did did they end up wrestling in the finals? Uh, Bono got beat in the semis or even earlier by Chandler from Ohio, and then Colette pretty much handled him in the finals. Okay. Well, that's too bad that they didn't get to wrestle. That would have been yeah, it was because that's what everyone you know, that's it was the whole talk for sure. Yeah, I tell you what, man. Um, I I. I, first of all, I think it's super cool that you that you were co-outstanding wrestler with that guy because for my money, 
if they hadn't screwed Kerry Colat in those four world championships in a row, including the Olympics, yeah. first of all, I think he would have won all of those. And then he may have gone on to become the best wrestler the United States has ever had because I don't think he would have stopped at four. I think he, he, was, he was amazing, yeah, insane. And I didn't know who he was till I got out there, and I've looked him up ever since. And yeah, he's he's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, I, I, I think, think we're wrestling high school and nationals. He was winning tournaments in Europe and stuff. Yeah, I mean the you guy placed in Midlands when he was a he got third at Midlands, yeah. sophomore in high school. Yeah. Um. So I think he would have gone on to win five, six, seven. Who knows how many world championships and maybe looked at as the greatest U.S. wrestler of all time. Now, that's a lot of what-ifs. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, holy crap, he was good. We went to high school nationals my senior year to watch, and he hit a low level that, to this day, I've never seen anyone do it quite like that. I mean, it was like he levitated and snatched this dude's leg, and the guy who was wrestling was a national finalist, and he snatched mm -hmm. his leg on his feet, and, I mean, I was just, I was just dumbfounded. I was like, the hell did I just see? And I was like, yeah. he's like, did you freaking? The other movie has he, he puts on like a front headlock and then hits a duck under with it. Yeah, it's it's pretty violent looking. Yeah, I, I named my kid. Uh, my kid has two middle names, but one of them is Colat. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I, and I just met him at uh, very briefly. I got his autograph for my son, and dude, I. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm standing next to him and my leg was shaking a little bit. I'm like, Dude, you're not going to wrestle him, Gaither. You're just. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, he's amazing videos out there for sure. Still. Yeah. He's an intense character. So the fact that you were the outstanding wrestler along with him, um, speaks, speaks very highly about your, uh, you know, and listening to you talk, you sound very modest about it, like, oh, I caught him and I got lucky and whatever. But to pin a whole people and then to get a major decision in the finals um, speaks very highly to your talent. Um, so you're a high school national champion. Did you wrestle a lot of freestyle? I started my junior year. Never really even heard of it. Okay. How and Coach Flores would take us out to work forward some – small tournaments in Colorado, Eastern Colorado, and poked around out there a little bit in freestyle, but never even heard of Fargo until it was too late. Okay. Now, when it came time to pick a, a college, did you have a lot to choose from, or did not wrestling a lot of freestyle hurt you at all? Because some of the best wrestlers from Kansas don't often get recruited as highly as they probably should if they didn't wrestle a lot of freestyle. So I say all that to say, did you have a ton of schools to pick from? Why did you end up picking? Uh... At, well, several reasons. And no, I didn't have a ton of schools to pick from. Um, probably because of freestyle. I do recognize Fargo is, you know, where a lot of it goes and comes from. After I won nationals, uh, Andy Ryan from Wisconsin contacted me. I was the only Division One school that, that contacted me. Did you consider going there at all? Uh, a little too far away, honestly. Okay. So I didn't want to go. I was looking at – I would have went to Oklahoma State or Nebraska, but I think Justin Ware got the scholarship I wanted to Nebraska. Okay. So 
Colorado, Doug Moses, when I met him, was an awesome coach. I'm glad I went there. I was actually recruited to Fort Hayes, of course, too. And Peterson left the year Bob Smith came in from Ray, Colorado, and he recruited his Ray hometown boy that I beat three times. So I didn't think that was cool, so I went to Pueblo. Nice. Um, and it's Southern Colorado University, right? It's Colorado State University now. It was when I was there, Southern Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Now tell me about your uh, your freshman year. I noticed, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it said uh, something I came across last night said that you were 13 and 16 your freshman year. Is that right? It probably was. I showed up uh, 175 pounds, recruited to Russell 126. <laughs> so they didn't even recognize me. I was so big. I made it down to 34, and a lot of my losses were just too much weight cut. I qualified for nationals at 34, but most of my ones came at 142. Okay. And and, I and then the next year I bumped up. So what, why did you come in so heavy? Were you lifting a lot or were you just eating? I was farming on a tractor. Okay. Just sit, sitting all day long, I think, and eating sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's what it was. What, what did your coach say when you came in weighing 175 pounds? Uh, well, he, he's happy he had a 126-pound national champion returner. And uh, he was hoping I could make 34. Okay. So he wasn't mad at you for being so heavy. Yeah, I was going to redshirt at 26, but I ended up varsity at 34 instead and 42 both. Okay. Was it hard to get that weight off? 34 killed me. Yeah, it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> 42, I felt good. I wrestled good. Yeah. Um, so rewinding a little bit, I wanted to ask you this about your nerves because I, I still I, I've been doing comedy for a living for over 20 years and sometimes you would think I've never done it so I'm always interested in how people deal with nerves how did you deal with it when you got that nervous I try to catch my breath and throw cold water on my face that was that was all I just try to catch my breath it was all nerves and when I got to college I learned to slow down you know, pace myself rather than go wild. Like you know, in high school, I could go wild and just win. In college, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I brought up your record is because, um, you know, you were obviously very dominant, especially your all through high school, but especially your last three years. Was that difficult mentally mm -hmm. to, to lose that, you know, again, I wrestled a little bit. I wrestled for two years in college, so I know how freaking hard college is. Um, so I'm not knocking that record. I'm, I brought it mm -hmm. up to ask, I brought it up to ask, was that difficult on you mentally after having so much success to, to lose more than you probably had in the last 10 years? Right. Honestly, it kind of could have been part of it. You know, I don't, I said injuries my last two years, but it could have been some burnout and a little bit of everything, honestly. Yeah. The, the weight so, cut my freshman year didn't help. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was there any kind of learning curve, or did you come in right away ready to wrestle? I learned legs in college. That's that's where I became a good rider, and, you know, I would even pick top, you know, in college. That's how I'd win most of my matches with riding time, and no one could get away. So I actually learned more 
with legs that changed my style also, which rather than take down artists and on my feet, I would rather be on top and ride people and turn them and tilt them. So my okay. style change in college could have also, you know, I was could have cost me too, but I still did good. I just, you know, I honestly don't know. Competition goes up and I think my drive went down all at the same time. And you made it to the national tournament your freshman year, right? Yeah, my freshman year, I was one match away from All-American. And my sophomore year, I ended up breaking some sternum parts in regionals and didn't practice for two weeks. And for my fourth, I got in for third and fourth, and I laid down and, and basically quit. Got pinned in 17 seconds and too much pain. Oh, really? Yeah. From a kid, he was ranked number one. I had beat him earlier in the year, one to zero riding time. So I knew how to wrestle him. I just couldn't do it for third and fourth. Okay. And that was your sophomore year. Um, that would have been my sophomore. You know. What weight did you wrestle then? I was 142. Okay. Did you feel most comfortable at 142? Yeah, I felt good at 42. You know, just 34, I just couldn't do it. At the last, yeah, it was too hard. Yeah. Were you were you lifting weights at all that freshman year when you came in so heavy? No, I was farming. Really, I was sitting on a tractor eating. That's <laughs> <laughs> no weightlifting, no working out, nothing. Uh, I find that very funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the weight cut wasn't funny, but yeah, now that I look back, I could have probably done some different things. How hard were the first few practices? You know, I did, I wrestled mostly with the newcoming freshmen coming in, so they were – I felt I, they were easy. You know, okay. they didn't, I didn't wrestle with good kids until I got ready to get, get serious and go for no red shirt. Yeah. We had to come in pretty early for, like, preseason stuff. Did you guys do that? Yeah, preseason was pretty tough. Okay. Um, we went, we would do two a days in, in the preseason and then we do two a days for before nationals. Otherwise we did three to six every day. So what, what did your weight get down to before like actual practice started? You're cutting out really bad, Jim. I'm not getting here. Okay. Um, not, so, I'm not sure why. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Um, do you remember okay. what do you remember what you weighed when actual practice started? I can't hear you, Tim. I apologize. It's okay. Um, we'll get it figured out. Did you move or anything in your in your uh can you hear me now? In and out. Okay. Oh shit. Um well, I don't know if we should. I don't know if we should pause it and start again, or. Uh... Well, you're doing good right now. I hear you perfect. I don't know if it's out here in Western Kansas. You never know when you're going to get service. Okay. Well, we'll just keep. <laughs> we'll just keep rolling with it then. Um, All righty. Who else was on your team there? Did did was it, did I see Dax Charles was on your team also? Yeah, Dax was. I think he was he redshirted when I came in as a freshman, and then we both took fourth my sophomore year. He would have been a senior that year. Okay. So then you came back. And he should have won it. Who should have won it? If you ask me, he just he had a bad match in the semis. 
He he did win it one year, did he not, or did he not? Yeah, he beat Ali Aussie out of Carney. Okay. Yeah, I remember my college coach telling me that him and Timor Terry had a really good match in college. Yeah, I watched that one in Nebraska too. Timor got him, but yeah, that was a very good match. Okay. So then your junior year, you come back and wrestle 142, and you were ranked number one. Tell me about that season. Oh, it was injuries all year. I ended up – I was in a car wreck that summer before, and just – I ended up – I think it was in a, one of the wrestle-off matches. I ended up hurting my neck, and after not being able to get out of it, I kept wrestling, but towards the end of the year, coach was wanting to know if I could handle it or not, and I ended up giving up my spot to Chris Courier, who ended up national runner-up that year. Okay. And then – In my uh, senior year, I beat him. Uh, senior year, he won, he actually won the tournament. I think it was my senior year or, or the year after anyway. He was two times in the finals. I know he won it once and lost once. Okay. So he was your backup both years? Uh, well, the – one year he was 34, and then he was supposed to go to 50 because I was 42, and he lost to Dax Charles' little brother in the wrestle-off, Vinny Charles. So he went down to 42, lost to me in the wrestle-off. That's what happened. Okay. And then he had to give up. you had to give up your spot to him when you got hurt? Yeah, I, I, was, I didn't have to. I could have probably wrestled and hurt the team. But I couldn't move. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Then my senior year, the same thing happened, and he ends up pinning Reynoso from Cuba, who was bronze medalist in the finals. Nice. So he ended up. So that worked out pretty good for him. Um, yeah. It was the same injury. It worked out. He was a good kid. He's tough. You know, I just knew how to wrestle, and like I said, I beat him one to zero riding time in, in the wrestle off. So okay. It's, it was more when I learned to ride, I, I quit scoring, and sometimes you need more points, you know. Can, can you point to one guy as the toughest guy you ever wrestled, whether it was high school or college? The toughest guy? Gosh, yeah, because of where we wrestled our whole life, I'd go with Brandon Cruz. Okay. Why well, is I think that? we're two and two over our lifetime, but, yeah, he's probably the toughest guy that I, you know, can think – you know, Glenn Franks was was very good. He was a national champion for School of Mines. He was old when I was a freshman, but he wasn't tough. He was just really good. He, you okay. know, he could throw you in pinion, put you in some weird moves, but difference between tough and funky, I call it. Okay. But Brandon Kruth was the toughest? I would say so, you know. The one Did that he... I knew I better get ready. Yeah. Did he go on to wrestling college? I don't think he did. Okay. Was he one of those guys that won kid state all the time? You know, we won it both our freshman year. I'm not sure how many times he won it. Okay. And what school was he from again? He's from Ulysses. Okay. Yeah, I definitely remember that kid's name. Um, do you have any kids? I have three daughters. Okay. Yes, I do. Are they wrestling at all? Well, I started them all off wrestling. Um, I have – well, my, my oldest is almost 21. I think she start, – I started her off at 7, and she didn't like it. 
So the next year I told her, oh, I forgot to tell you wrestling started three weeks ago. She's like, dad. So we had to race up to practice and we started for reals when she was eight. Okay. She was, she qualified for boys state, kids state and boys three times. Never placed and one girls state at least 15 times. And two or three time national champion and several time runner up at girls nationals. Wow. That's awesome. And then I had twin girls and one of them didn't wrestle and one of them did. And they're all grad. They graduated all early. So there was no college for them. I think 16 is when Shaden graduated and my twins graduated at 17 here in another week. But Devin was a 13 time state champion and two or three time runner up in girls nationals. Did you say 13 time state champion? Yeah. Holy Between shit. the two, they have about 25 or 30 titles. But girls can win Missouri and Colorado and Kansas. Boys can't do that. Okay. So they wrestled in all so, three of the states? Yeah, we would travel. Like my oldest one, Colorado, Kansas, and Missouri all in, in like six days, seven days. Wow. Man, that's cool. Um, so they're yeah. all done. That they're, they're done wrestling? They're done. Well, Devin actually – Went to Kid State this year and took third or fourth. She didn't wrestle high school. I don't know why, but she's still got a little bit in her blood. So I don't know. She's graduating, so that part's over. Yeah. I, and she lives in Newton. That's where Justin Thaw and them are all from. So I know they have good wrestling there. So watching your kids have success, does that feel better than, than even your own success? Yeah, I was definitely more – Worried and proud of them than my own, for sure. Yeah. Did you get nervous and have trouble breathing before you watched them? <laughs> I could breathe better when it was them, but I screamed a lot louder. Yeah, I bet. Well, good for them handling the pressure of being Lyle Geyer's daughters. <laughs> yeah, well, they had they had it tough. They did good. Yeah. Do you Do you miss wrestling at all? I do. I actually, when I was 40, I had to do one more tournament. My last one was nine years ago. How'd that go? Uh, I won it. I beat a 23-year-old college All-American, but I, I had to crawl off and puke in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the match? Uh, in the middle of the match and after the match. Nice. Both. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that would have been in the Rocky Mountain National. Rocky Mountain Nationals. Eddie Gutierrez started that here about ten year, fifteen years ago, and he had a tournament called Who's Bad. And I was coaching college in Pueblo then, and that's where the tournament was. So the kids talked me into doing the. They call it Pro Division. I call it Old Timer. Okay, but well, it was yeah. fun. I learned my lesson that I'm I'm too old to go out live. Well, I mean, obviously everything you did when you were younger was impressive. Um, you know, college All-American and three state titles and high school national champion. But to me, beating a 23-year-old All-American at 40 is <laughs> more impressive than uh, that. Uh, I, I got a lucky there again, too. I threw him in a Sasahara for five and beat him five to three. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think that's luck, buddy. <laughs> I 
Well, it, it kind of was if you were there because they bumped. I entered the 165 division and they combined it with 174. So this guy was about six foot three when I hit it. I'm only five foot seven. Yeah, well. So his a, dad was a little upset, and he came back three more points, but I stalled it out and threw up and finished with a win, I guess. <laughs> That's great, man. Do you watch much wrestling now? I just went to – where was it at? Tol oh, Stillwater and watched the – what is it, the Final X? Uh, I think is what it was called last summer we went up there. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty high level. I was just so I got to watch some of the some of the big names anyway. Here a couple of months ago. Yeah, I went to the U.S. Open just for the Thursday, and it was men's freestyle, and and I love going to those big events, but it's it's almost brain overload, you know. Like you you can't you can't mm -hmm. watch one, and if you look away to watch someone else, by the time you look back, it's they've scored ten points, and you're like, I didn't. What the hell happened? You know. So. I, I like being at the events because you see all yeah. these you see all these legends walking around, but I would almost rather watch it in my recliner and so I can see everything that's going on, you know. Um, but I yep. did get Dennis Hall some, you know, total legend of the sport, and that was cool. And um, somebody I call a friend and, and uh, got to meet a guy named TJ Fredericks, who I'm friends with, and his kids are badasses. And um, so it was cool, but I do prefer watching it from my house, I think. Um, you yeah, also well, you get a better a better view, honestly. Yeah, and I get to yell yeah, at the kind of like going to the UFC fights. You go to the big UFC fights, you still watch the big screen. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never been to one of those. Um, you coached for a while too, oh, right? Where, where did you coach at? Well, I started. I restarted the kids program here in Leota about twelve years ago, and I tried the free after school wrestling like I started. The first year I got permission and went from six kids to 36 kids. The second year USA Wrestling shut me down because of the cards and insurance. So I got him into the program. We ended up with 36 kids there. So it's how that ended up anyway. How did you? And then I coached volunteer out at Southern Colorado. I lived out there. I got divorced. 11 years ago, so I've moved back out to Colorado and did volunteer with Dax Charles out there. Okay. How did you like coaching? I love coaching. Yep. You're, you're still coaching right now, is that right? I am not coaching right now. I just moved back to Leota and haven't coached for, oh, four or five years. Okay. Is it is it nerve-wracking? No, I like to coach. Okay. Uh, do you want to try to get back into it? You know, I do. I just would like to find the place, you know, where Leota's programs kind of changed since I left 10 years ago and wouldn't mind helping them out and starting it over again. Yeah. A lot of my kids actually just <clears throat> are finishing right now with their seniors, sophomore, junior years. They're leaving, so the kids I coached are, are almost gone. Okay. Well, this is what I call the the Barbara Walters portion of the uh, of the podcast. What what is the hardest thing you've ever dealt with in your life, whether it was wrestling or or something else? The hardest thing I've dealt with. Yeah. 
you know, probably, to be honest, getting abducted in China. Wow. Yeah. Abducted. I used to work in China in 2014. I was abducted. Uh, Took the first flight out of there and never went back and sold my business. So... You know, when I ask that question, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's going to be like a death in the family or a loss or uh, um, I I didn't see that coming in a million years. Uh, right. So when you say you got abducted, I mean, shit, tell me about that. What do you mean? What happened? Well, I had a business in here in Leota and was manufacturing in Shanghai, Mexico, several different places. And I would go over to Shanghai, and this would have been 2014, my last trip. I was there for about 10 days, and I asked. Last night there, I wanted to get my own room. I stayed with my supply company there. And so they got me a room in downtown Shanghai so I could go shopping. (laughs) And... We went out to dinner that night, and they dropped me off out in a BMW. And I think being in a BMW in China made me a mark. I'm not sure. But when I got back to my hotel, I was asked to, for a massage, which is normal in China, and call my girlfriend say, it's my last night here. I'm going to go get a massage. I'll call you when I'm done. Well, they took me to a building somewhere in downtown Shanghai and tied me up and had belts around my neck and started trying to run my credit cards for money. So, yeah, I was in a little room. I fought, I don't know, seven or eight guys. Only one person spoke English. I was crying, telling them my children, they were talking, cut off my fingers. And uh, yeah, they kept running in and out with my credit cards. And I said, the next time he comes in that door, I already knew my credit cards were turned off. I I just ran over him and ran and busted away and ran down the street and jumped in a taxi. I could re- I could speak enough Chinese to get to my hotel and packed my bags and went to the airport. Wow. Yeah. So do do you think they would have ended up killing you? I don't think so. I, I think it was a money thing. I think if they were they were probably amateurs or I probably would be dead, honestly. Wow. Um yeah, I think it was all about money, and I didn't have – all my cards were turned off. So the third time he came in that door, I just broke out and ran away and never went back. Well, it's a good thing you're such a tough bastard or, or you, you <laughs> might not survive that, dude. Uh, well, it was scary, that's for sure. Yeah, I bet. Holy shit, that's the most out of out, – out of, I had no idea that that's what was coming when you said that. <laughs> well, I had to think, but you know that hats that's what popped in my head is probably the hardest thing. You know, yeah. and, you know. Did you even try to catch him or, or call the cops or anything, or you just wanted to get home? No, when I got back to my hotel I found a, a, a translator, we called the cops, but I couldn't tell him where I was at in Shanghai. I had no idea. So yeah. it was pretty much over at that point. Wow. And and how did you get lucky enough for your credit cards to be turned off? Do you just... Uh, I turn them off just before I go. Okay. Yeah. So that, that wasn't your first time there? No, I've been over there about 10 times. Okay. 
Well, shit, man. Good for you for getting out of there. Um, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Um, yeah. What else did I want to ask you? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of shocked by that answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids think I need therapy. Do, do you ever have like, I don't know, awful flashbacks about it? When I first got back for several, probably a year or two, yeah, I would, I'd have some flashbacks, but I, I'm good now. Yeah. So of all the things you accomplished in your life, and it doesn't have to be wrestling, but it certainly can. You did a lot on the mat. Um, what are you most proud of uh, about your your life? Oh, your probably my daughters, of course. Yeah. My three daughters and what they've accomplished, you know, so early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Uh, what wrestling-wise are you most proud of? Excuse me, Tim? I said, what wrestling-wise do you think you're most proud of? Wrestling-wise. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Probably the national title. Winning OW with Colot's pretty hard to beat, I think. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a damn good and, and well, I figured he would get it, but they had to give it to me, too, because I pinned more is all that really happened, I think, up there. You know, if they give it to him, there was this guy from Kansas with four first-period pins. So, yeah. that's And actually, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the way I look at it anyway. Yeah. Well, I think it's great, man. I think it's cool as hell that you were uh, that you accomplished all that stuff. Is there anything else that you would like to say before I let you go? Nah, not at all. I Appreciate you and love listening to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate you listening to the podcast and uh, uh, the wrestling ones and the other one, the nonsense podcast. We've got a lot of crazy things going on in our country, and I looked at yeah, some of your. Sure. I looked at some of your Facebook stuff last night, and I think we're on the same page about a lot of it, and uh, so so that's cool for me. <laughs> right. Sounds good. Sounds good, Tim. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, thanks for taking the time to do this. It'll be up tomorrow, and I'll let you know. And if you could share it and all that, I'd appreciate it. I will for sure. Okay. Cool. Thanks very much, Lyle. You have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Tim. You have a great day yourself. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. All right, everybody, Lyle Geyer, uh, three-time state champ, high school national champion, college All-American, and a tough son of a bitch. I cannot imagine being abducted in China. And, uh, you know, it's a good thing he was such a good wrestler because he might not be alive to tell that story. And uh, so, anyway, that's freaking awesome that he was uh, able to come through that. And that's the kind of... Uh, people this sport makes and that's part of why I love doing these interviews and uh, especially talking to Kansas guys. It's always cool for me. Uh, as always, go to making it happen, M-A-C-A-N-It-Happen.com. Help out little Bo Macon and his family and check out my other podcast. Excuse me, it's called Nonsense with my buddy Mike Baldwin, very funny comedian. And uh, there's a lot of crazy things going on in our country right now and we try to shine a little bit of light on it, do our little part to do that. And I think it's getting better all the time. Uh, so make sure you check that out as well. Um, so yeah, God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. Take care. Goodbye.